I'm Marianne Kolbusak McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Devin McGraw, Director of the Health Privacy Project at the Center for Democracy and Technology. Devin will be discussing some issues related to HIPAA omnibus. Hi, Devin. Hi, Marianne. In the last year, there have been a number of HIPAA breaches involving smaller covered entities that ended up with big monetary fines from HHS. Do you expect that this trend will continue involving smaller organizations under HIPAA Omnibus getting these sorts of fines? I, I, I think it's a little hard to tell. I, I Certainly the risk of that is there. I do, though, think that the Office for Civil Rights is going to be very careful in the initial sort of implementation phase of the omnibus not to come down too hard on folks who are trying to do the right thing, trying to understand what the rule means, but haven't quite gotten there yet, right? Maybe for some larger organizations where the expectations are higher and should be higher, they have more staff, they, they have the capability to deploy resources quicker. Smaller organizations, that's not the story. And so I do think that for the new obligations in particular, I think there might be a period of time where the Office for Civil Rights uses its its sort of counseling authority and says, you know, this is not right, but you have some time to fix it versus fining them. How long that period of time will last, I don't know. How about the business associates? Because they seem a bit confused about HIPAA Omnibus, what they need to do, and I, I think particularly the smaller ones. Yeah. What do you think will happen? Yeah, well, for business associates, it, it could be a different story, again, depending on the size of the business associate, right? I, you know, I think the expectations for the larger resourced business associates who serve multiple healthcare entities, they will have a set of expectations that they... That that they're going to need to be compliant fairly quickly after that implement, after the OCR starts enforcing in September. Smaller BAs is another story. You know, if you have sort of a bit of a mom-and-pop operation who does the medical transcription for the local hospital, I do think the Office for Civil Rights will treat that differently. What their expectations will be, though, is a little bit of an unknown. Do you have any sense of what is giving the most trouble to small providers in terms of them understanding what HIPAA omnibus means, let alone the HIPAA security and privacy rule? Yeah. It's, it, I'm glad you added that, let alone the HIPAA privacy and security rule caveat, because the truth of the matter is is that we still have a significant portion of the provider community, mostly the small provider community, who does not understand the HIPAA that has existed since and been in effect since 2003, much less the these new rules that just came in, in, into play. And so I think there'll be a period of time where there's going to be a lot of confusion, a lot of misinformation, um, you know, vendors trying to sell products and telling people that they have to do X, Y, and Z, and, and no real objective, um, no no good, uh, widely available objective information for them to use and rely on to be able to make the right decision. There is guidance uh, on the existing rules and the Office for Civil Rights is doing more to try to get that out and to make that more accessible, such as through short videos. Um, and those are terrific. But there are still lots of questions that are that are being um, raised about what the omnibus really means. And so to the extent that you still have lawyers trying to figure it out, I think it's a stretch to think that the small providers can figure it out by September of this year um, and be able to implement it. So as is always the case, you know, we're going to need more and more guidance from regulators, from uh, ideally from lawyers, um, to help these small practitioners to comply. What's your advice to consumers who suspect that there has been a breach of their privacy with their health data? Um, what 
any sort of steps that they need to take, anything new under HIPAA omnibus related to that? Well, so the omnibus rule um, does did change the definition of breach in a way that we think is really much better for consumers. Previously, you didn't have the right to be notified of a breach unless the breaching entity decided that that breach would cause you a significant risk of harm. Now the standard has changed, and now um, a breach of health information is presumed to be a breach that is subject to notification unless the covered entity does an investigation of the facts and decides that there was a low probability that the information was compromised, that somebody who wasn't supposed to see it saw it, um, that it was exposed to multiple people, right? So if you as a consumer think that your information has been breached, um, you know, you definitely uh, notifying the Office for Civil Rights, notifying your state attorney general, which also has the authority to uh, um, to both investigate and, and pursue claims under HIPAA. Like That's what I would do. If you have a good relationship with your health care provider, it's not a bad idea to call them and say, hey, I got something in the, you know, I got something that suggests to me that some information may have been breached out of your office because it's quite possible that maybe it was done by a contractor and they had no idea that it happened. But, you know, it's really up to you as a consumer to decide whether that's something that you want to talk to the institution or your physician practice about or your health plan if you think it might have come from that um, angle or to just go ahead and call the regulators. Regarding consumers and HIPAA omnibus, what were you? What would you say are the biggest uh, negatives and positives for them? There are lots of positives in the rule for consumers. Um, the breach notification definition that I just talked about—it's—it's it's you know the presumption that a breach is subject to notifi- notification versus no notification unless you're harmed or they they decide you might be harmed. It's just a much better scenario for consumers. Um, there are changes in the marketing rules that are going to give patients more of a right to control when their health information is used to market. Um, products or services to them. Um, the previous rule did not have a very strong set of protections. Um, the, the requirement that business associates can now be held accountable by, by regulators means that you know it's less important that the you know that that the data is sort of shared downstream because the regulators can hold you know that entire stream of entities responsible. They were not able to do that in the past, so it's a better enforcement environment for privacy and security rules generally. And patients also have greater access to their health information. So if you have a a provider who who uses an electronic medical record and you want an electronic copy of that information, you can get it electronically. Unfortunately, it still might take you 30 days to get it, but at least you can get it in the form that you want. And if you want your doctor to email you and you just want them to use your regular old email because uh, that's more convenient for you versus a secure email portal that you might be forgetting the password, to you can you have the right to get the information in the form or the format that you want and that's good there's a lot of talk about how the HIPAA privacy rule is more about processes and the security rule is about the technologies are there any key technologies that get the spotlight with HIPAA omnibus that you think will be more important for healthcare providers to be paying attention to Well, I think certainly the electronic access provisions and the requirement to provide patients with some form of electronic copy puts the focus on technology and 
and really requires them to think through a technical solution, the providers are going to have to have some technological way to get patients an electronic copy. I think that's, that's a big part of it. Thanks, Devin. I've been speaking with Devin McGraw of the Center for Democracy and Technology. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee for Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.